This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by Curious Plot, a full-service marketing, communications, and consulting agency driven to find what's next for food and agriculture clients. Learn more online at curiousplot.agency. Good Friday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. Global commerce is struggling once again to adapt to troubles in the Red Sea. Attacks on shipping vessels through the Channel of Commerce have occurred regularly since November, leading many companies to opt south and go around the southern tip of Africa rather than cutting around the continent. The move slows ships heading to their destinations and cripples a global supply chain already dealing with slow traffic at the drought-stricken Panama Canal. The U.S. and United Kingdom escalated their pressure on the situation this week by sanctioning four specific Houthi militant leaders tied to the attacks. The Defense Department says two American-flagged cargo ships were attacked as recently as Wednesday, but the U.S. Navy was able to intercept some of the inbound munitions. In other news, American agriculture could be a major beneficiary of an environmental policy goal in the public and private sectors. Kansas Republican Jerry Moran says sustainable aviation fuel stands to be a major new demand driver for U.S. producers, but some of the policy needs to be refined for maximum benefits. The airlines are looking for renewable fuels in the jet fuel that they use to fly planes. And we have an administration that is pushing these climate uh, goals. And um, we want to make certain that the Department of Agriculture, USDA, has the tools necessary to include renewable jet fuel, uh, so to speak, uh, as part of their renewable fuel platform, their agenda at USDA. Alexa Kambelik with the American Soybean Association says modeling will be key. Right now, there is a pathway for agricultural feedstocks that um, are eligible through the renewable fuel standard. They would come in at that 50% uh, carbon reduction threshold, uh, and it wouldn't increase past there. So having um, a green model that, that really works for agriculture and can allow um, agriculture to realize those carbon reduction um, increases and, and provide them with a better tax credit is really important. Right now, it seems as though the, the big issues that are that are left to be determined are how one will verify um, their, their climate smart practices on their farms and how that will then, um, how that will then, you know, move into whatever that, that CI score is. You can hear more from Moran, Kambelik, and Jim Richards with Cornerstone Government Affairs on this week's AgriPulse Newsmakers, available now on agripulse.com. Also online today, American agriculture interests say their concerns about climate goals in Europe have the backing of hard data. Lloyd Day is the Deputy Director General at the Inter-American Institute for Cooperation on Agriculture. He says many of Europe's environmental policies are having adverse effects. Some of the goals of the European Union are great, but some of their actions are really having the exact opposite consequences. For instance, their reduction in dairy herds and livestock herds is actually going to increase uh, greenhouse gas emissions multiple times uh, vers- versus what they were actually producing because of the efficiency of their own dairy farms and livestock operations. And so it's really having a negative effect on, on what they're doing. He says things like economies of scale and the use of crop protection chemicals could be beneficial to the continent. All that's going to do is is, is, is add to more deforestation because you're going to need more land to grow the, the crops because you don't have the scientific tools that are safe and they're proven safe by their own agencies uh, to produce food that is safe for their consumers and safe for the environment. And so there's really 
there's really unintended consequences with what they view as very important and very laudable uh, um, goals, but the unintended consequences are in fact worse than what they're trying to do. And so I think we need to have a conversation with them at a high ministerial level and with their farmers as well, so that hopefully we can adjust and find some compromise in what they're trying to do. Day joined an AgriPulse webinar this week to discuss Europe's climate policies as they relate to agriculture. You can watch the hour-long discussion on agripulse.com. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse update is brought to you by Curious Plots, a full-service marketing, communications, and consulting agency driven to find what's next for food and agriculture clients. Learn more at curiousplot.agency. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.